Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application or wherever you get your podcasts um, if you don't use SoundCloud. And by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. If you're listening to it, this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, dial into 715 or excuse me, 712-775-8972. And when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022 to join us live. And feel free to announce who you are and where you're calling in from. We're thrilled to have you along with us. So that TR9, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. I've been with the TR90 program since it started. I actually transferred over from the R90, which was its immediate predecessor, when they included the supplements and the exercise as well as the nutrition. um, That really worked for me. I lost 20 body inches in the course of about six months, but I did not lose an ounce. So if you're looking to the scales to figure out whether you're losing weight or not, that's not the whole picture. It's only just part of the picture because that takes up more volume rather than muscle. Muscle is much more condensed. So do keep that in mind. Do take your pictures and do make sure that you're doing your measurements periodically to see how much um, change you are getting. So that that TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is your one lean meal a day, your two shakes a day, your three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals. It'll still work, as I will attest, since there were many times as a substitute teacher I did not know when my lunchtime was going to be, so I had to take my midday one with my lunch. So it does it does work. Just remember to keep, take, keep, keep taking those supplements. Seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber is really important in two ways, one of which is for satiety or that feeling of fullness. But the second is actually for good digestive health. And for that, because it cleans out your digestive tract. And for that, guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for that reason. The next thing is making sure you're getting your 30 minutes of moderate to have the exercise at least five days a week. That can be whatever you want. And if you're just starting out and are new to exercise, start with walking around the block um, and work up to, to, you know, getting as walking or whatever you choose to do. You can do it in one 30-minute chunk. You can do it in two 15-minute chunks or in three 10-minute chunks, whichever shoots suits your lifestyle since this really is a lifestyle change. And if you're exercising heavily, you can lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour, so it is really important to stop about every 15 minutes and drink plenty of fluid or water. And 
the current thinking is for your baseline for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water daily. If, uh, and then you'll need to increase that to offset to compensate for the exercise or uh, if you're in a humid area and you're losing it due to perspiration. With that being said, the last thing on my list that I personally recommend is getting that seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That actually sets your brain up for a good good decision-making. Um, your body goes through a sim- series of what I call system resets while you're sleeping to actually store memories, um, build muscles. It does a multitude of things while you're sleeping, so it's really important. And... I am going to be sharing some information today out of a book that's called Eat to Sleep, which will help support our TRNIE lifestyle, What to Eat and When to Eat It by Carmen Meyer, R-D-L-D-N. And today we're going to be talking about refined carbohydrates and sugar and spicy foods, and we'll probably get into acidic foods as well. So a sweet treat before bed might be a nightly routine, but it could be the cause of sleep disturbances. You should consider not only the amount of refined carbohydrates you eat at night, but also those that you eat throughout the day. The more sugar consumed during the day, the more likely you are to wake up in the middle of the night. There are refined car- What are refined carbs exactly? You may be more familiar with the term simple carbohydrates, which includes refined sugars and refined grains, such as white flour, white rice, white bread, candy, pastries, and baked goods, and soda are all simple carbohydrates. Generally, this type of carbohydrate is very low in fiber and may be high in added sugars. Refined grains can be stripped of their nutritious and fiber-rich bran and germ and endosperm, leaving them with a lower fiber content and a higher glycemic index, whereas complex carbs still have these parts intact and can help to stabilize blood sugars when consumed. The current recommendation from the 2015 to 2020 Dietary Guidelines for Americans is that at least half of all of the grains eaten during the day should be whole grains. Highly processed sugars, simple sugars, are quickly absorbed into the bloodstream, making them fast-burning sources of energy. The food that contain refined carbs are often lead to a spike in blood sugar levels and insulin levels when consumed. A rush of insulin can leave you feeling hungry after eating a meal, causing overeating and possibly weight gain. As I discussed previously, chronically high insulin levels over time can lead to poor insulin sensitivity or insulin resistance, and cells start requiring more and more insulin from the pancreas. If this continues, the pancreas may struggle to keep up with insulin demands and glucose levels in the bloodstream may become elevated. Insulin is then unable to get into the cells where it is needed for energy and prediabetes or diabetes may develop. So how to avoid it? You choose snacks with complex carbs and 
proteins such as whole wheat crackers and peanut butter. To satisfy a sweet tooth before bed, try one of the snacks list that we'll be talking about probably when we get to chapter four, um, one of which I believe is actually popcorn. And during the day, limit sugary beverages including sodas, juices, lemonade, energy drinks, and specialty coffee drinks, and aim at to make at least half of the grains you eat whole grains. So spicy foods. Well, love having a plate of spicy chicken wings while watching Monday Night Football. Maybe you can go a little heavy on the hot sauce at dinner time. Spicy foods, especially those who experience acid reflux, can certainly cause an interference with sleep. While you could reach for the antacids to help fight off the imminent heartburn, they only mask the problem and are not meant to be used long term. With continued use, these medications slowly become ineffective, meaning you'll start taking more and more, taking more than the recommended and still not have the relief. So if you're experiencing heartburn, listen to your body and limit spicy foods to address the problem. Just because you may need to toss out your favorite hot sauce for the sake of sleep doesn't mean that all of your food has to be bland. There are plenty of great ways to flavor your food. Try using fresh or dried herbs like basil, cilantro, thyme, rosemary, and oregano. Or instead of dousing your chicken wings in hot sauce, try a homemade garlic parmesan sauce, unless the garlic is the trigger for you and for your acid reflux, or a honey soy glaze, a honey soy sauce glaze. So how to avoid it? Avoid eating spicy foods, especially four to six hours before bedtime. Add flavor to your foods with herbs and ingredients that are not spicy. If you're experiencing reflux, try drinking a cup of ginger tea or a chamomile tea to help ease the digestive issues. And here we go. Acidic foods. Nearly 60 60 million Americans report having heartburn at least once a month. Sometimes it can be difficult pinpointing the exact cause without some trial and error. Acidic foods may be the culprit of your acid reflux, whether it's eating the fruit itself or drinking the juice. Citrus fruit contains a lot of acid naturally, so when the stomach tries to digest it, there can be an acid overload causing it to back up into your esophagus. The same reaction can occur with tomato-based sauces on pasta or even pizza, making sliced or even sliced tomatoes. Having citrus or tomatoes on an empty stomach can make symptoms even worse. Heartburn can last a few minutes to several hours and let the longer it goes untreated, the worse it can get. As mentioned in the previous section, acid reflux is not something you want to mask by chewing a bunch of antacids. It's important to uncover what the cause of the reflux is and limit the food. As a chronic reflux, as chronic reflux can lead to more serious complications. So how do you avoid it? Avoid tomato-based sauces, citrus fruits, and any other acidic trigger foods four to six hours before going to bed. Try low-acid varieties of orange juice if you don't want to give up entirely, and 
Do not drink it on an empty stomach. If you're experiencing reflux, try drinking a cup of ginger tea or chamomile tea to help ease the digestive issues. Big meals? Well, as Americans, we tend to eat the most calories and the largest amounts of food as our dinner meal. And some, in some other cultures, lunch is the biggest meal of the day and dinner is something lighter. Spanish and Mediterranean cultures are good examples of this and they enjoy small portion meals later in the day. As a nation, we also eat too fast. We tend to overconsume before the feeling of being stuffed and miserable hits us. To avoid the feeling of being overstuffed, try not to rush through foods. For optimal digestion and to prevent overeating, it's recommended that you take 20 minutes to eat an entire meal. Why? That's about how much time it takes for the brain to send a signal of feeling full. It may take some practice to slow down at meals, but it's worth the effort. As several studies have shown a connection between being overweight or obese and eating too quickly. To prevent gobbling up a meal, start by limiting distractions while eating, like scrolling through Facebook during lunch break or watching TV at dinner. Take time to enjoy your meal and the people you might be enjoying it with. Of course, you may not have this luxury at every meal, but if you can make a practice of this at one meal each day, it's a step in the right direction. So how to avoid eating too fast? When dining out, if the portions served are much larger than necessary, don't stuff yourself. Get a to-go box when the food comes out and put half of it away immediately so that you're not tempted to keep eating. If you're at a party, don't congregate around the food table for long periods of time. Step away from the food so that you're less tempted to grab just one more. It's easy to start mindlessly eating the snack mix even when you're no longer hungry, especially if you're standing next to it. Choose myplate. or use myplate.gov, which is C H O O S E M Y P L A T E dot G O V as a source to help determine appropriate portion sizes of different foods. Challenge yourself to take 20 minutes to enjoy at least one meal a day. And I think we'll stop there with this for today. If you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, at the top of the hour, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. Tomorrow I'll be discussing a little bit more about dehydration and how that could be affecting your sleep. And then we'll probably be getting into some of the best foods for sleep tomorrow as well. I want to wish you a great day. If you get a chance to enjoy some fresh air out of doors, do it because um, there are things in the air that actually are healthy for you as well, especially if you're out in nature. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other, and um, I welcome any thoughts or comments you have. So there we have it, my friends. Some things to be watching for, those big meals, the acidic food, the spicy foods, and those refined carbohydrates and sugar. 
Hope you found that of interest. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to go ahead and take us off of the recording and let everybody go to get started on their day. I hope you have a great day, and I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.